Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Panic Chamber. You are entering the Panic Chamber. Brought to you by Grindhouse. Vintage movie tees and hoodies. On today's episode of the Panic Chamber, we're going through all these names right here, tossing them in the Panic Chamber and closing the doors if, in fact, they deserve a little panic. Now, in some of these cases, I'm going to shoot the panic down, and we're not putting them in the Panic Chamber. That's what the episode's all about. And exciting news, the sponsorship with Grindhouse from today. Moving forward through the entire season, we're giving away weekly hoodies and t-shirts from all these epic uh, movies from over 40 years ago. Movies and tees straight from the attic. Motion detected at the backyard. Oh, our food's here. In the backyard. That sounds a little scary. Right when Grindhouse Apparel is on screen, there's some movement in the backyard? Sounds like a, a beast or Godzilla to me. You too can have Grindhouse in your backyard. Go to grindhouse.com down at the bottom of the screen. But stay tuned because we're giving away hoodies, t-shirts, and all this apparel all season long on behalf of our people at Grindhouse. Go to grndhaus.com, like them on Instagram, and get ready for some giveaways. This is giveaway number one, this Beast Red Hoodie. It's absolutely phenomenal. How do you win it? Stay tuned. Monday, I'll be announcing how to win this hoodie. On to number one. Let's talk about... Antonio Gibson. This man is somebody we need to start panicking on, people. And I'm going to tell you why. Number one, we already faded him several weeks ago, and we shoved him out of the third and fourth round. We did an emergency live stream on it, and we said, stay away from Gibson. He fell into round six in round late round five. We started gobbling him up again. We thought, okay, now he's going in five and six, but this guy, Brian Robinson, isn't going anywhere. He's now the goal line back already and looking like a potential problem for Gibson in terms of the, the early down work in general. I'm really not feeling Gibson moving forward. If he fell to round seven, I may still take a, a chance on him. If if I can get Robinson and Gibson together as a cuff in like round seven and eight, I might actually attack that in a situation where I put myself in a bind at running back two. So assuming you can't cuff Robinson to Gibson at seven and eight round value or seven and nine round value because it's, it's tough to know where Robinson's going to go. He might start going higher than Gibson at some point. But if you can cuff them together, it's okay. But assuming you can't, I'm staying away from Gibson, and I think it's time to put him in the panic chamber for the remainder of the offseason heading into week one. Gibson, we are panicking on you, young man. Next up, we're going to talk about a guy named Joseph Cigar Smoking Burrow. Now, a lot of you are, are for some reason putting him in said panic chamber, and I don't know why. I can't for the life of me figure out why he's falling and falling in value. Some of it is that Trey Lance and Jalen Hurts are rising, and that's natural to see somebody fall when a couple other players are rising. But I'm telling you right now, Joe Burrow wins leagues for people in 2022. In the sixth round, let alone round seven, he's falling to round seven in best ball drafts, and you can get on over 
to underdog fantasy, by the way, take full advantage of all these value drops like Joe Burrow in round six, seven. He's falling in round seven on the regular in these best ball mania three leagues where you can win $2 million for first place, 1 million for second place. And Joe Burrow is a screaming steal. I'm all about Joe Burrow in these best ball drafts. Promo code SMITTY. They'll match up to $100 on your first deposit. You can win a league. You could win one of those cash money spots on the back of Joe Burrow in round 6-7. Jalen Hurts, Trey Lance, I get it why maybe Burrow's falling, but the appendectomy and people worrying about how he's going to do in week one or something like that might be triggering people to just kind of back off from Joe Burrow. But all it's going to take is one throw, one update, one piece of news, one amazing throw and catch from Joe Burrow to to Jamar Chase, and then we're going to see a climb back into the top of six. So take advantage of it while you can. But I'm telling you right now, the best value in fantasy football 2022 is Joseph Burrow. So while everybody else is freaking out about Joe Burrow, we're not putting him in the panic chamber Absolutely not. Joe Burrow, you are safe, pal. You are safe. Burrow could throw for 45 touchdown passes. He's going to improve. He's going to take another step forward. He had an ACL injury. He was recovering from a bad offensive line, which they improved. And then Jamar Chase is going to take another step forward. Both Burrow and Chase are going to take steps forward. Even Higgins, the entire offense, it's amazing that people are trying to cap the upside when we might just be scratching the surface. Joe Burrow could be the number one overall scorer in fantasy football 2022, and you're getting him in the sixth round, maybe seventh. Do the math. It's the best pick in fantasy football 2022, period. And we're going to close these doors without you in it. Next up is a player known as Lamar Jackson, who a lot of you love, and I get it. He's he's a fun player to root for. A lot of doubters out there, for whatever reason, like to hate on this guy. It is what it is. He's an okay to good quarterback, and he's a phenomenal running quarterback. So altogether, he's running so good that he becomes a, an elite fantasy football quarterback. He's not like having an extra running back. He's like an elite running back with good quarterback numbers attached. It's kind of the other way around. The question and the concern I have for Lamar is number one, he's lost his star wide receiver. And you can talk abatement all you want, the 500 yards or so and a touchdown, the, the conversion rate, he was so efficient when he converted. I get it, but we haven't seen him do more than a, a 500 and something yard season and a touchdown. Therefore, I'm not banking on him being the guy. And just like I'm worried about Travis Kelsey a little bit, given that there's no Tyreek Hill in KC, he's going to endure harder hits. He's going to be the, the focus of defenses. I feel similar about Andrews. I'm not worried about Andrews to the point where I wouldn't draft him. I'm not calling him a bust, but I think that it's not going to be some cakewalk transition away from a, a Hollywood Brown offense. It's just not. It took Hollywood Brown and Lamar some time to build rapport. I don't know that Bateman's going to come in and be this number one wide receiver for his offense like everybody expects. I think He'll be hit and miss. He'll be hot and cold. Lamar could be hot and cold. Lamar's also disappointed in two straight years. And I know Lamar defenders are going to come in and say, he didn't bust. He got hurt last year. But let me ask you a question. Do Christian McCaffrey owners have the right to say Christian McCaffrey's busted two years in a row? Do Mike Thomas owners have the right to say Mike Thomas busted two years in a row? Lamar Jackson getting hurt last year and leaving people hanging was a form of, of busting on a fantasy football owner. The year prior, he busted the entire first half of the season in 2020. So two years in a row, he is disappointed. Call it bust, disappoint, whatever you want. But Lamar has failed you two years in a row from a season-long perspective. So take away his wide receiver. He's got a totally injured running back room. Don't even think for a second that J.K. Dobbins and Gus the Bus will be even close to 100% healthy all year. They're not going to be. We saw what happened with Barkley last year. It's going to take J.K. 
a lot of time, and he's an injury-prone player to begin with, coming back from an ACL tear, rushing himself as quick as he can. Because coming back after one year or less from an ACL tear is rushing, whether you want to believe it or not. That's why players sit out a lot of practices during the week, especially in the first half of the season, because of the swelling. Why is your knee swell? When you damage your ACL, you can see on the back of the knee the ACL. There's a lot of swelling that goes on to protect the knee. Your knee swells up as a defense mechanism, a a way to kind of provide support, almost like an air cast. It's like shove a lot of, of fluid and let's support this thing. Let's keep it protected. You only have swelling every week because you're pushing your body and doing things that naturally you shouldn't be doing. You shouldn't be coming back from an ACL tear and playing professional football at the running back position less than a year removed or right at a year removed. But they are NFL athletes and running backs have a short shelf life, so they're going to do it. And some of them succeed doing it and they can play all year long doing it. But the running back room is going to have its problems. That's kind of what I'm trying to say. And it just so happens that whenever the Ravens try and alter the offensive game plan, especially as it relates to controlling Lamar and trying to get him to do a certain thing versus letting him do his thing on the field, it ends badly for the Ravens. They want to be more run-oriented. They traded away their top wide receiver spot. They're trying to control a little bit the way Lamar plays. He's not that kind of quarterback. You can't try and curb him and control him and guide him. You got to let Lamar be Lamar. Taking away his number one wide receiver, having an injured running back room, and then saying we're going to run more in 2022 does that mean Lamar's going to run more because I know running as a quarterback increases the odds of injury Lamar Jackson runs 155 to 180 times a season running 180 times in a season will get you hurt he got hurt last year if they're going to run a whole lot more and pass a little less or try and just be run heavy and they have no running backs besides the rookie Tyler Beatty the batty who I kind of like he's the one running back I like in this running back room by the way and you can get him really late unless he pans out which he could you're going to ask Lamar to run more than ever? How's that going to keep him healthy? On top of all of this, I don't know if you noticed that when there's multiple red flags, that's where I start to panic. That's when I put a player in the panic chamber when there's multiple red flags, not just one, but multiple. And Lamar Jackson put on between 15 and 18 pounds. And I know a Lamar Jackson supporter is going to say, but Smitty, that'll protect him as he runs. It's understandable to think that, right? That you put on more weight, you can absorb more. But when you're a running back, when you're running the ball, Lamar is a form of a running back. The added weight is more impact every time you hit the ground. You're 18 pounds heavier. It's a harder hit every time you hit the ground. So adding weight for a running back about 80% of the time, and I'm making that number up in my head just based on my my years of of watching it. I think it's probably pretty accurate. Okay. No. 80% of the time, it's a bad idea for a running back or even a quarterback that runs to change a size and build they're used to playing on. His body, his style of play, his instincts, his ligaments, everything. Your ligaments don't grow. As you get bigger, your ligaments don't grow. It's like a door. The door can get as heavy as it wants to get, but the hinges will never change in size. For a running player, running back or running quarterback, adding weight is putting more strain on ligaments. It's putting more torque on the ligaments. It's putting his body in a a, a tougher position when He falls and hits the ground and creates impact. Yeah, he might absorb some injuries, sure. There's certainly going to be that that effect. But will the effect and injury risk of being heavier and hitting the ground 180 times, will that be a bigger impact? All of this together... 
all of this together, trying to get used to a new weight, trying to get used to a new wide receiver room that doesn't have Hollywood Brown, trying to get used to a new offense that's going to run more, and that's never worked out for Lamar when you try and control him. I'm out on Lamar, and I'm hitting that panic chamber button as fast as I can. Lamar, you're in the panic chamber, pal. Next up on the Panic Chamber, brought to you by Grindhouse, grindhouse grindhouse.com. Check them out for all your custom vintage tees and hoodies. I love this company. I'm so excited about this company. It's so up my wheelhouse. This isn't a sponsor where I'm like, okay, I'm going to promote them. I absolutely love it. I look at their website. I try and pick out what hoodie I'm going to buy. Go check them out. On to the next player. Let's throw Monty in the Panic Chamber. And let me just say this, okay? You've got a a situation where you don't know what's going on in Chicago. It smells of disappointment, reeks of disappointment. And I don't know that they're going to be effective. And they're already giving Montgomery special teams work for some odd reason, which means it's Khalil Herbert season in my book. I'm, I'm scooping up Khalil Herbert every chance I get in every league I get. And I'm not trying to cuff him. I'm just saying, take Monty. Whoever wants Monty, take him. I'm panicking on Monty. Give me Khalil Herbert. Monty, you're in the panic chamber, young man. You just are. DK Metcalf, look, DK Metcalf would be in the panic chamber, in my panic chamber, and I closed the doors. If he was still at the value he was when Russell Wilson was in Seattle, and Russell Wilson goes away, and we keep him at the 2-3 turn, I'd be hitting this panic button in a second. But he's not at the top of three. He's not at the bottom of three. He's not at the top of four. He's not even at the bottom of four. He's sitting in round five, sometimes round six, but oftentimes mid-round five and late round five. And people are still complaining about his quarterback situation. It's all baked in. I don't even want to have the conversation anymore. When someone says, are we worried about DK? I say, why? You've already priced him down to a value that accounts for Geno Smith throwing him the football. And I might add, they have a pretty good rapport. And Geno's always done fairly well. He just gets ripped on all the time. People don't want Geno Smith in there. But let me tell you something. Geno ain't that bad. And Geno and DK have a pretty darn good rapport. And DK is one of the best wide receivers in the league of surviving this kind of situation because of his ability to go jump ball with anybody. So give me DK in round five all day long. And why don't I just say this? He might win you a league in round five. So DK Metcalf, you're not in the panic chamber, young man. DK, you are safe. You are safe. Lenny Fournette, you are in the panic chamber because you're Lenny, okay? Your disappointment, Lenny. Don't get mad at me if you're a Leonard Fournette believer, but he disappointed in Jacksonville. He disappoints kind of in general all the time. In Tampa, people just don't want to acknowledge it. He comes in overweight pretty much every season, has to drop all the LBs and put his body in a vulnerable spot because dropping weight really quick and then getting hit is not a good recipe for keeping your older body that's aging every year healthy. So I think injuries very likely for Fournette. A lot of the Fournette believers are going to come back and say, Smitty, you got lucky. He got hurt. You can't predict injury. We can avoid injury the best we can. And with Leonard Fournette looking over his shoulder because this Rashad White guy is here to potentially win leagues. Rashad White is the best wide receiver of the running backs on this roster. And might I say he's the best wide receiver in the entire 2022 draft class of the running backs. Might I add that ETN and Rashad White are two of the best pass-catching running backs to come out of the NFL draft in quite some time. And keep in mind why the Bucks wanted to get another running back in there that can catch the football. Leonard Fournette, there's reports all over the place on this. Leonard Fournette's constantly lining up 
or ending up in the wrong place on a passing play. It's not one time, it's a constant thing. It's one thing I've heard from the little birdies that I do talk to that I trust with this information closer to the situation than I am telling me that 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 Tom Brady himself wants to solve the pass catching problem in the running back room. That's why over a year ago they brought in Giovanni Bernard, if you remember. That didn't work. Tom Brady wants it solved. They draft Rashad White. Ironically, the best pass catching back in the entire draft. Little little ironic, isn't it? If they're not planning on using him on third down. Think about it. It's logical. Don't get emotional. Think logically. Not with your heart if you love Leonard Fournette. The receiving duties are going to be bye-bye very soon for Leonard Fournette and in the hands of Rashad Moonman White. Lenny Fournette, you are in the panic chamber. I don't know if you can kind of see the little cluster of players we got right here for part two. So look for these guys. Maybe I'll add one. Maybe I won't. But these guys right here are going to be a part of part two. Look for it tomorrow evening. Potentially, I'll drop it on a premiere just like I did on this one. Panic Chamber coming part two. Don't forget to check out our amazing sponsor, Grindhouse. Go to grindhouse.com. And get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com right there and get your lifetime membership, your one-on-one text device, your bold predictions, your rankings, everything you can get your hands on to win and dominate your league. The one-on-one text advice is absolutely phenomenal. Get on that. Order it. Text me one-on-one on demand. Let's win your league, shall we? Underdog Fantasy, link below. Take advantage of all these values in a best ball. And let me tell you something. If injury strikes your team in your regular league, you're going to want something to turn to. In best ball, you could do a bunch of these drafts, no lineups, no waivers, and you can still have fun on Sundays if injury strikes your team or teams. How many times have you had your teams get hit with an injury because you may have drafted the same player on a couple teams and you have nothing to play for in week eight? You're depressed and you're like, what could I do? I'm never doing this again. If you've got some best ball teams lined up, ready to go, you can follow them again. It's easy. No waivers, no lineups. It's optimal scoring. It's the best way to safeguard your entire season to make sure you have goodness all year long. So jump on over and you can drop some props. So if you want to do a prop contest, you can do a five player prop and get that 20 times multiplier going. Link is in the description. Use promo code Smitty to get that $100 match up to $100 on your first deposit so if you deposit 50 you're going to get 50 if you deposit 100 you're going to get 100 get ready for that part two episode of the panic chamber let's go this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty